direct in some examples for certain things. Amen. I'll not be as blunt as last week, but just in case, um, please. Um, at some things and then we will look also at the, the dangers of spiritual marriages. Let's go into chapter 6 verse 16. Verse 16. Uh-huh. Or oh, do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot uh-huh. is one body with her. Uh-huh. For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. Continue. But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Uh-huh. Flee sexual immorality. Uh-huh. What does it say? Flee, flee sexual immorality. So... These things, um, there are some things that you may not win by praying about it. There are some things that you win by running away from them. Amen. There is no level of fasting. We were not instructed to fast against it, but fasting can help. But to flee is to run away, to separate yourself from it. If you play in the proximity of fire, it is very likely you're going to get burned. Continue. There's a part that I want. Every sin mm-hmm. that a man does mm-hmm. is outside the body. Listen to that. Every sin that a person commits is committed outside of the body. But he who commits sexual immorality. He who commits sexual immorality or fornication. Uh-huh. Sins against his own body. Sins against his own body. Ah. When you engage in immorality, you have committed a sin against your own body, physical body. So even sin against your physical body, it has to be repented of. Oh Jesus. And there are many who have sinned against not God, their body. And they think it only ends when they speak to God. But they have not sought forgiveness concerning what they did against their own body. Whosoever. So one of the dangers for continuing from logic of immorality is you that's the only sin you can commit against your own body. It's a sin against yourself. That's how powerful it is. So it's not just a matter of I stopped. 
you stopped, but was there a demarcation made in the spirit to eliminate that sin against your own body? Because remember, you are not your body. You are a spirit and a soul with a body. And most, some of you sinned against your body. And that's why progress and prosperity in the physical is difficult because the body you are trying to use to prosper, you have sinned against it. That's why that other issue I mentioned last week. Huh? About self-help. It qualifies also for that. You are sinning against your own flesh. <laughs> you want to hear good things that will help you. looks at a woman and lasts after her. Okay, let's go there because I want to show you something. I want to show you something. I want to show you something very quickly. Pray that we'll move with our time. It was said to those who lived in the days when the Old Testament was instituted. You shall not commit adultery. Okay. But now, I now, adultery is simply to break covenant. Adultery cannot happen in the absence of the existence of a covenant. Hello? It means one has stepped out of the covenant existing of marriage. So for adultery to happen, one of the parties has to be tied 
in an existing marital covenant. It is a breaking of a covenant. And to be involved with one who is breaking a covenant is to be involved in adultery. Okay. Uh-huh. But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman uh-huh. to lust for her uh-huh. has already committed adultery. Please read that again. But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust uh-huh. for her uh-huh. has already committed adultery. So if you lustfully look at a woman and then engage in self-help with the thought of that woman locked in the image of your mind and therefore your soul. Do you know that some there are some things that lock people in they don't know? Because there are some people, I'll explain, who are guarded in the spirit realm by covenants, number one, number two, by who they are married to. And if you last after those people and you engage in self-help concerning those people, there are repercussions that can come from the spirit that you never know. It's that incident that caused it because to you it was not physical. There are certain people who are covered not only by marital covenant but covered by who they are married to and if you last after those people and you engage in certain activities with them in mind there are retributions or consequences which can come because of that. And for you to tie battles that you are facing to that moment of self-help with that person in mind, my God, Because Alright, let's go into Genesis. We're going to read a physical example. But there are spiritual truths we can learn from that physical example about the dangers now of spiritual marriages or spiritual partnerships or unions or having a spiritual partner not 14 chapter 20 let's quickly read chapter 20 chapter 20 chapter 20 this one uh-huh. and abraham journeyed from there to the south mm-hmm. and dwelt between Kadesh and Sheh and stayed in Jera. Mm-hmm. Now Abraham said of Sarah his wife, mm-hmm. she is my sister. Now Abraham said of Sarah his wife, okay, she is my sister. Uh-huh. And Abimelech king of Jera uh-huh. sent and took Sarah. Sent and took Sarah. Uh-huh. But God came to Abimelech uh-huh. in a dream by night uh-huh. and said to him, Indeed, you are a dead man uh-huh. because of the woman you have taken, uh-huh. for she is a man's wife. Listen to me. Just a quick summation there so that you, you see 
the figures that we have. We have Abraham and his wife, Sarah. Then we have a king of the territory they have relocated to, called Abimelech. Abimelech, because he's a king, he can use his authority to take whoever he wants. And obviously he has done his investigations. And he was told, this is my sister. And then he took Abraham's wife. Now, I want to show you the dangers of if you are married, what can happen when you are married to a person who is in a spiritual union? Or before you are married, what can happen if you want to be in a relationship which can move towards marriage with someone who is in a spiritual union? Because we want to learn from the example of what happened in the physical when a man took a, a woman who was already tied to another man in the flesh. Because what follows in the flesh, it is further amplified and it is a law of operation in the spirit. So we learn from physical examples how the spiritual world operates. So we are learning from physical people, but trying to understand the power of spiritual marriages and how they can affect people. Read verse 3 again. But God came to Abimelech uh -huh. in a dream by night uh -huh. and said to him, uh -huh. Indeed you are a dead man uh -huh. because of the woman whom you have taken. Indeed. In other words, you are very much near death because of the woman you have taken. So there are some people that if you want to marry them, you are single, then you say, oh, this one is, and there's a spiritual union, whether it's male or female. The moment you connect with them, before you have even done anything with them, there are some levels of spiritual unions which can bring death to the one who is coming to an already existing union. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. I wish I could bring the person to say it, but I can't. One of my sons told me, and he, he could testify to this example, but I don't want him to testify. Some years back, there was a person he was interested in. Hello? The, the, the lady, good. Okay, she's very, 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 very good. Okay? She was not from amongst our flock. <laughs> One day, he said I was at home city. <laughs> and he said, I'm not sure if it was in a dream or what. But Naranzwa is Granditi Sakawa Shinga. Immediately he knew the issue. For his that's when he just decided I cut off this thing. 
Because that threat which was delivered is a re you, you have to know some of you who are single before you engage in certain things. Do you have the spiritual weight to deal with the battles that can come with the person you want to go even into a relationship with? My God. What? what? <laughs> the, the girl was good. I knew very little in, in depth about spiritual marriages. Then I even tried to encourage him, ah, no, let's. Then. But then I said, ah, the way he's insisting, the level of threat he had, he's the one who knows. Up to now, I'm not yet sure if she's married. Up to now. The church where she is, I know. I'm not yet sure if she's married. But did she even know that there was a visitation that someone had? Is because she belongs or he belongs to me what are you trying to do I was here before you so if you try and do anything against who belongs to me you are a dead person God himself had to come because of Abimelech what Abimelech had done and said to him you are a dead man you are near death because you have taken you have just taken into your house someone who belongs to someone else oh Jesus okay let's continue from this for quickly quickly because we have some things to cover but Abimelech had not come near him and he said, Lord, will you slay a righteous nation also? Did he not say to me, mm. she is my sister? Mm -hmm. And she even, she herself said. So ignorance in the spiritual realm is not an excuse. That you did not know and you were lied to is not an excuse. Continue. He is my brother mm. in the integrity of my heart and innocence of my heart. I have done this. Mm -hmm. And God said to him in a dream, uh -huh. Yes, I know that you did you did this in the integrity of your heart. Uh -huh. For I also withheld you uh -huh. from sinning against me. Uh -huh. Therefore, I did not let you touch him. Well, what does that mean? God is saying, I, want, I know you wanted to sleep with them, but I did something to your body so that it do not function. God is saying, I, I suffered thee not to touch it. Marriage. 
because there are spirits now who have power even to affect the function of physical bodies. Arikunze kwembaso, the body is alive. Akipinda mbaso, muviru wake uningo wakafu. And then they think it's normal. Oh, I'm tired. Ravaneta. Okay. Netire yae. Anadabuzi visesko. Akune repowering. Renaud Zima. Switches simba negubatiz. Continue. Oh, we're looking at scriptures. I'm just saying, you scriptures. Dimware wakat zima. Power the moon. Shkanzi ini ndindabuzi. Samwari chayo kana wajigona kutakudabu. Kumwechi. He said on the opposite wicked side, what would evil spirits do? Continue. Now therefore, restore the man's wife, uh-huh. for he is a prophet, uh-huh. and he will pray for you, uh-huh. and you shall live. Okay, now, you would just think certain kinds of spiritual marriages, like I said, it's not just an issue of, I need deliverance. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. There are some certain kinds of spiritual marriages that you need to know the demands of restoration. In, in, in order to escape the consequences or retribution that comes with being involved in that union. It's not just a matter of why didn't Abimelech just say, okay, I'm going to give back um, uh, I'm going to give Abraham back his wife and then case closed. Huh? God is saying restore, but listen to what happened afterwards. Continue. But if you do not restore him, uh-huh. know that you shall surely die. You shall surely die. You shall sure at least he got a warning. You shall surely die. You and all who are yours. So Abimelech wrote, You and all who are yours. Which means there are certain kinds of spiritual marriages who affect not only the person intruding into the existing union, but everything that is connected to the person. Your finances can be affected, your health can be affected, your business can be affected, and not know where that trouble is coming from. Continue. So Abimelech rose early in the morning, uh-huh. called all his servants, uh-huh. and told all these things in their hearing. Okay, read verse number 14. Then Abimelech took sheep, oxen, and male and female servants, uh-huh. and gave them to Abraham, uh-huh. and he restored Sarah, his wife, to him. Listen, there are some unions in the spirit which cannot be broken without sacrifice because some of you don't know that for your family to be tied to the spiritual union there was an altar raised of every sacrifice when we were you Maria Aurora Nayo Nebuchadnezzar Nayo it was less than altar yaka sumo it means kids that spiritual marriage in your family the ball not tamba and then oh yeah, there's something very light which this is going to cause me to break. Ah. 
there are what are called tokens of divorce in the spirit. In Mimipa culture, not if we want to officialize the separation of two people who were married. Pan of this question. Huh? Please, can, can someone who, who is confident talk to me? Pan of this Thank you. Is that is is there no money involved? There has to be a token of separation between you and the spirit. Because some of you, your unions, they are too heavy. There has to be something which is a token to demarcate me and this and this spirit from today. We are divorced, we are separated. Even if you fall, that union will still exist. I will show you also from scripture that some of you, it can get even worse if we, if we pray for you to deliver you. That spirit will come back. Oh, Jesus. Because the protocols of separating it from your lineage have not been followed. And it can bring you into extreme trouble as a punishment or retribution for trying to separate from it. Oh, Jesus. Read verse number 16. Or 15, let's see again, 15. And Abimelech said, mm -hmm. See, my land is before you. Mm -hmm. Dwell where it pleases you. He is even now giving him land. Just to escape death. Uh -huh. Then to Sarah he said, uh -huh. Behold, I have given your brother a thousand pieces of silver. Uh -huh. indeed, indeed, this vindicates you. A thousand pieces of silver. The man didn't sleep with him. But he's, oh, look at the things that he is giving. It's talking of restoration to save his life. Uh -huh. Indeed, this vindicates you before all who are with you and before everybody that she was rebuked. Indeed, this vindicates you before all who are with you mm -hmm. and before everybody that she was rebuked. Okay, continue. So Abraham prayed to God and God healed Abimelech, his wife, and his female servant. And God healed Abimelech, uh -huh. his wife, uh -huh. and his female servant. Even those who didn't take um, Sarah, they got sick. Their wombs were closed without them knowing. Okay. From the day Sarah was taken, God closed the wombs of everyone who was female in Abimelech's house. You, you crossed their line. So there are some spiritual lines when they are crossed in the physical. They can attack everything connected to you and you will not know it. Okay. Hallelujah. Let's go to Hosea. Hosea, Hosea, Hosea. Chapter number. Which one can we start from?
So we pick up further examples of um, the dangers of spiritual unions. Let me see if we can. chapter where God talks to Hosea about the one who he regards his wife as, who is Israel. And how Israel has gone after other nations and other gods. And to God that is a doubter. Okay. But we pick spiritual lessons from that about, because God is in a spiritual union with Israel. And when that union is broken, what then can be the dangers and the repercussions, the consequences which can arise from that. You can start from verse number one. The word of the Lord that came to Hosea, the son of Beri, uh-huh. in the days of Hosea, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel, when the Lord began to speak by Hosea, uh-huh. the Lord said to Hosea, uh-huh. Go, take yourself a wife of halotry. A wife of halotry. In other words, take a wife who is a halot. It's very possible, children of God, to be married, but your spouse to have not only one spiritual union, a multiplicity of spiritual unions. There is polygamy in the spirit. Yes, you can be harassed by multiple, you can be tied to multiple, you can have multiple spiritual marriages in the spirit. It can be possible to be married and your partner have a multiplicity of spiritual unions. And you exist in such an environment. Go and take a wife of adultery, of whoredoms, and children of whoredoms, for the land has committed great whoredom in departing from the Lord. Okay, continue. So he went and took Goma, the daughter of Dibline, uh-huh. and she conceived and bore him a son. Okay, now. I want, you to, I want you to go to verse number. Let's go to chapter 2. Chapter 2. So that we hear what. Yeah, let's go to, 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 to chapter 2. Because chapter 1, God begins to explain. How was he had children with this woman and the children were given names. Now in chapter two, there are conversations that God 
heard prophetically through Isaiah giving him instructions. Read from this one. Say to your brethren, uh -huh. my people, uh -huh. and to your sisters, uh -huh. mercy is shown. Uh -huh. Bring now, in that, the verse 1 for some people say, Say to your brethren, Ami, and to your sisters, Ruhama, which were the children born in chapter 1, um, for the woman that God said, Go and take with her a lot. Now, what is the message that God said? Verse 2. Bring charges uh -huh. against your mother. Uh -huh. Bring charges. Uh -huh. For she is not my wife, uh -huh. nor am I her husband. Uh -huh. Let her put away her halotries from her sight. God was using Hosea and his life as a physical example of what was happening between him and Israel. Because Israel had left God, started to worship other gods, God said, you, go and take a woman who is a prostitute. As unfaithful as that woman has been, that is what Israel has been to me. Are you following me? Then God said, Osea, have children with this woman, your wife. And now God had to send Osea to speak a message. And in this message, he is saying, please read verse 2 again. Bring charges uh -huh. against your mother. Against your mother. When he's saying bring charges against your mother, he is speaking to Osea to speak to his children. But in speaking to his children, it's a picture, it's a rather a, 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 an example of how God is speaking to Israel. To say there has been products or offspring of your adultery with other gods from other nations. Your worship of idols. Are you following me? And listen to what God is saying. Uh -huh. For she is not my wife. For she is not my wife. But I thought God you said to Hosea, go and take the wife of Hodos. But after having children with her, God is saying, because she is a prostitute or in adultery or fornication or whatever, she is not, you will see us, tell your children, she is not my wife. You have to fight for your marriage to be recognized as a marriage before God. You can be married for 10 years, but one of you have a multiplicity of partners in the spirit that God says, I don't see a union between you two until this one is cut off because one of you is in spiritual prostitution or whoredoms. She, tell, tell her she is not which means the absence of union is being caused by one who is tied to many partners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can be married, yes, in the physical. But there is something that validates a marriage in the spirit. A union between two and God only. If there are other spirits now involved and other things that you are joined to, 
the sight of marriage ceases before God. Neither am I a husband. Let her therefore continue. Let her put away her halotries uh-huh. from her sight uh-huh. and her adulteries uh-huh. from between her breasts. Uh-huh. Let I strip her naked. Lest I strip her naked. Uh-huh. And expose her uh-huh. as in the day she was born. So. Lest I strip. Now these are consequences that are happening. I've given you time to break this thing. Because I am tied to you. So you have to be careful because there are spirits who can fight you for being married to another. You are married to another in the flesh and there are spirits you are married to or connected to. And those ones can give time of patience. But if that thing doesn't break, they can strategically begin to fight your own life and your own progress. I strip her naked. Let me and set her as in the day she was born. I, I will take you to square one. I will take him to square one. There are people who, after they seem to be making progress, suddenly certain things happen in a short space of month, they go back to square one. You, you are always being reversed to the day of beginning. Always starting again. No continuity of progress. There may be something which is continually after your building of progress. A spirit which is fighting you because you have sought to remain connected to another whilst you have not separated yourself from it. Are you with him? Continue from that, that, that verse 3. And expose her as in the day she was born. Mm-hmm. And make her like a wilderness. Uh-huh. And set her like a dry land. Make her like a wilderness. And set her like a dry land. All these are coming as consequence. They are spirits who can be tied to your spouse. Who can fight your partnership, not only your marriage, but everything connected to you. Dryness is attracted to it. Unless those unions are broken. Continue. And slay her with thirst. Verse 4. Uh-huh. I will not have mercy on her children. Uh-huh. For they are the children of Halotri. Your children, even in the physical, can become victims. Your children are under constant attack because of that. Some people's wounds, even if when they want to have children, they are fought because that spirit is saying that offspring will not belong to me. I will not allow you to have a child. And for you then to have children, you have to break that spirit. You have to break your union with that power. Otherwise, your womb, it will always be fought for. Your seed will always be fought for. You 
can be joined to spirits. You can be joined to witches. Okay? I will explain. You can be joined to the physical bodies of people that you engage in fornication with. You can be joined also to household idols, family idols. You can be joined also to what I can call stools of chieftainship in a family. But it's not routine in our family lineage. You can be tied because beyond that stool of power, behind the stool of power, it can be backed by a demonic spirit. And for that stool of authority to reign and to keep on continuing in that family, you, you can be you can have a spiritual marriage with a, a, a stool of chieftainship. They come various different ways. Okay? But I don't want to engage that now. Let's continue to look at the consequences. Let's go. Go to verse 6. Therefore, mm -hmm. behold, I will hedge up your way with thorns mm -hmm. and wall her in mm -hmm. so that she cannot find her paths. Mm -hmm. She will chase her lovers but not overtake them. Uh -huh. Yes, she will seek them, but not find them. Okay, go to this. She will seek them, but not find them. Okay, it's fine. Continue. Then she will say, uh -huh. I will go and return to my first husband. I will go and return to my first husband. Uh -huh. For then it was better for me uh -huh. than now. Go to verse 5. For their mother has played the harlot. Mm -hmm. She who conceived them has behaved shamefully. Uh -huh. For she said, I will go after my lovers uh -huh. who give me my bread uh -huh. and my water, uh -huh. my wool and my linen. She who give me my bread and my water, uh -huh. my wool and my linen, uh -huh. my oil and my drink. Alright. So, God is also now saying, she didn't know. Read verse 8. Then we understand. For she did not know uh -huh. that I gave her grain, uh -huh. new wine and oil, uh -huh. and multiplied her silver and gold, uh -huh. which they prepared for Baal. In verse 5, God is saying, she may say, I will go after my lovers who gave me bread, huh? water, drink, flax, oil. Then God is also saying, ah, she did not know that I gave her corn and wine and oil and multiplied her silver and gold, which they prepared for Baal. Please follow me. In other words, there are spiritual unions which can benefit an individual who is in that spiritual union. That's why another power source 
ndivane demonic intelligence vanokunza kuti you have to be in good books with this spirit mwea ii ino kuna kukuchengeti and then they give you instructions of what to do when you go to the waters what you can throw in the waters or what you can leave by the banks of the waters and what you should say there they can go with you or they can give you instructions and when that is done you are then tied to a spirit which can bring progress to your life for some of you some of your forefathers had to engage these spirits because they were looking for progress they were looking for wealth they were looking for security they were looking for protection from harm from other witches in the land so what they had to do was to engage also a source of power to make sure they and their family were protected and they introduced a spirit which was now tied to their bloodline and it's that that's now began that now began to be the beginning of a spiritual marriage and that spirit now which fed your family for years you just try to break from it willingly and you think it will go just by laying on of hands that retaliation will be serious if you're not careful hello because it will say because some I'll explain later you will be clothed from the womb dedicated to such spirits who were called in and invited to prosper to progress and to protect the family from death that spirit will say I've watched over this one from the womb who is this one now trying to come in to fight it will fight to re- to remain in possession because it will think of everything that it has brought because there is no partner who is not a provider okay so the spirit knows i have a responsibility to bring provision and i brought it because they asked it of me what about everything i brought in all these years i even protected i even delivered from other attacks and now you just want to break like that or you just want to or you will just want to enter into another union like that they will fight you are you with me read verse 9 therefore ah. i will return and take away my grain i will return and take away ah. my grain in its time ah, ah, when it's now time for harvest i'll be i'll be paying but since you want to go Every time now you are in harvest season, I'll be recovering everything I ever gave to your family, free you from your life. You will live a profitless life. You labor, the spirit comes it takes. You labor, the spirit comes it. I will take away their corn in, in its time. I'll wait for the harvest. I'll wait until you are seeing you see you have tangible things in your hands. I will take them out of your hands. and my wine in season thereof uh-huh. and will take back my wool and my linen and will take will take back my wool and my linen 
So there are some spirits and the types of unions which can be present in your family that when you want to deal with them, you have to understand the nature and the type of union which exists and the consequences you may be facing. Some of you, you are being fought. From the day you simply said, I want to worship God. Because to that spirit, that's an invasion of another spirit in my territory. What's happening? Recover. I'll recover my womb. I'll recover my wine. You just live a life, you attain things, you lose them. Some of you, you are under a demonic recovery system. Until those spirits will be saying, until you come back and submit to us, we will take from your lives because we still have a legal connection with you. Osea chapter number. Let's go to three so that we see something there. Okay, you can read chapter two, verse, verse 12 and 13. Just the previous chapter, verse 12 and 13. And I will destroy her vines uh -huh. and her fig trees, uh -huh. of which she had said, uh -huh. These are my wages mm. that my lovers have given me. Mm -hmm. So I will make them a forest, uh -huh. and the beasts of the field uh -huh. shall eat them. Uh -huh. I will punish her mm -hmm. for the days of the boughs to which she bent incense. Uh -huh. She dabbed herself with her earrings uh -huh. of jewelry uh -huh. and went after her lovers. But it's me. Uh -huh. So you uh, you understand that spiritual unions are dangerous because you don't know what the spirit that is tied to your family or to you, how it can respond according to the type or the depth of the contract that exists. It can bring very dangerous consequences, calamities. This is kill, this is affected prosperity. A dry life, and for you to connect that is coming from the spirit. And some people are very casual when we say things like this. But I tell you, in my very few years, I have seen things and observed things. Please read chapter 3. Verse 1. Then the Lord said to me, mm -hmm. Go again. Mm -hmm. Love a woman uh -huh. who is loved by a, lov a lover. Ah, you see, your Bible is not giving us the, 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 the proper. Then saith the Lord, Go yet, love a woman beloved of her friend. Was it going to continue from there? Yes. 
Ah, okay, it's fine. I'll ask you to continue, but I need this card. Go yet love another woman who is loved of a friend. Please hear that. Yet an adulteress. According to the love of the Lord toward the children of Israel, who look to other gods and so he's now using Messiah to go and use to go and engage in another practical example. And he says, Go and come, go and love another woman. But this woman now is in a relationship with a friend. But with this friend, they are not married per se. But they are friends with benefits. Aish. It's well. They are friends who if they think about each other, they come and then they fellowship physically. There is nothing binding between them. Do you know that in the spirit, they are spiritual partners, let me put it like that, who are in a friendship contract with you. They don't have the same depth as other spiritual unions. Let me explain. In the book of Genesis, chapter 6, it was said that the sons of God, who were angels, they saw that the daughters of men were beautiful. Which means, Which means, you know, you have spirits who like you. They look at you. They say you are handsome. They look at you. They say you are beautiful. They watch how you dress. They watch how you present yourself. They smell the the odor of your your deodorant or perfume, whatever. They like it. There are things about your external presentation that draw that spirit. And if you are you have and those spirits they take advantage of certain doors. Just to try and come in. And these are not spirits who visit regularly. But Romantic interest to interest 
Sometimes I may sleep on that bed that I may see myself kissing that person. Or I may wake up feeling like that person I was dreaming of, I was kissing them, or some contact happened. And it's not a regular weekly or you have a friendship contract with a certain spirit which has to be broken. I don't have time. I could have read to you examples about certain celebrities in the Western world who gave their experiences to them. They call them ghosts. I've, I think I, I don't know if I still have the scriptures in my phone. I wanted to give you last week. White people who would say, when I was sleeping, celebrities, actors, well known, it's there on the internet, public information. I was sleeping. Then I felt a spirit touching me. One of them even had them to say, I've never had such an experience before, because they don't know what it is. But how did that spirit have such access to come once or twice? Not a regular feature. My God. And those spirits will always be looking for a way. You have to know how to shut off those spirits, cut them off. There are some spiritual unions where if you just raise your prayer life, become very prayerful, you're a fasting person, you study the word, you will never see those things again. It talks then about the time. It can be easily broken. Raise your spiritual life. Be a person of prayer, fasting. If you just drop, you just watch, start watching those movies we were talking about last week, reading those novels I was telling you last week, engaging in. If you just start to drop in, you will see that thing coming back. And some of you, you need to take notice about when you have those visitations, what has dropped in your life. There is something that has dropped spiritually from your scale in your life. Something can be easily broken, but that's the nature of connection you have. Oh, Jesus. Ask your neighbor and say, do you have such a friend? (laughs) (laughs) So now imagine you have such a spirit that is lasting after you. And that is drawn to you. And that says it has that friendship contract with you. Or friends with benefits. 
Then you'll see another person in your life coming in. It can see that person is a threat. Or it can see your existing marriage as a threat. And your partner can be fought time and time again by that spirit. And you will not know it. Or your lives, and you will not know it. Because that spirit, it's like if two friends, if two people have been friends for a long time, then a third person comes. And that third person now begins to be close with one of these two friends. One, the other friend is going to feel threatened. That's what happens in the spirit. Someone else is very casual. Yet in the spirit of Atsikilova. Are you with me? Are you with me? Ah, read, 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 And I said unto him, I said unto him, Thou shalt abide for me many days. Mm. Thou shalt not play the harlot. Thou shalt not play the harlot. So now these are the terms. Stay with me, but don't engage in funny business. Uh -huh. And thou shalt not be for another man. Okay. Now, so these relations, they come in various forms and types, but they are dangerous in that when they are broken, they can broken without wisdom. When you try to deal with them outside of wisdom, they can have consequences. Now, they are what we call witchcraft, spiritual energies or spiritual unions. First Kings chapter 16, verse 31. He took that he took to wife Jezebel. 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 Okay. Now read also Second Kings. Second Kings. Chapter number. Let's keep those of time. 
according to verse 22. And it came to pass when Joram saw Jehu uh -huh. that he said, Is it peace, Jehu? Mm -hmm. And he answered, What peace? So long as the wardens of thy mother Jezebel uh -huh. and her witchcraft, and the air, witchcraft, and the air, witchcraft, and the air, witchcraft, uh -huh. are so many. Mm -hmm. And Joram turned. Now, listen to this. I said there's a type of a spiritual union called the witchcraft spiritual union. This is when there are also a few examples of, 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 under that, but the first one I can give you is this is when there is a witch firstly let's say in a family. Maybe your mother, your father, your grandfather, your grandmother one of them or both of them was a witch or you are married to a witch or you are in love with a witch and this one at the first level it is not a spiritual spouse uh -uh. It's, it's a type of a union but that person happens to be involved in witchcraft. Ah, was married to Jezebel. When the Bible says her witchcrafts were many. So those we guys. Now there are people and in this type of spiritual union, hear me. We there is no there is no generic order of unions which we know in the flesh. In other words, under this type of union, if a, a grandfather or a father can be a witch, and in the spirit he marries all his daughters. A mother can be a witch and she marries all her sons. And some of them you see them struggling in, with the area of marriage in the flesh. And those ones for them to expose that I married my children in the spirit. They are not, they are not concerned. There was one example I could have given you, but I do not to go deep into it. Where now the daughters, they are very well off. And I'm speaking of an example I may know. Very well off. Good jobs, money, no marriage. Until you believe when they know, now they know. It's our father, Baba are responsible. You are not married in the flesh, but a witch has married you in the spirit. <laughs> a father can marry his own children in the spirit.
few could have been born in lineages where the females, the daughters, the males were already dedicated maritally to a voice of witchcraft, the feminine. And until a separation occurs, it's a dangerous union that cannot allow you to prevail in the flesh. Now, this union, normally it likes to manipulate and control in the flesh. What then begins to happen is, when it now comes to the second generation, or to the offspring which it wants to influence, the children, or the person which it wants to influence, those people are manipulated willingly or unwillingly to sell themselves to do evil. Please follow me. We may not have time to open all the scriptures. There is a daughter of Jezebel called Atalia. Atalia, if you follow her history, she's either a daughter or granddaughter. She killed, she, she killed, she had about, I think it was 70, if I'm not mistaken the number, give me for that. Children killed so that their own son could ascend to the throne. She killed all the potential heirs to the throne who were before him. Do who are in what can be called blind witchcraft? Kanagalara zimezenguwa. Ame shanon. Kuna wangu wanomu kwa kaniita. Baji kwa kumoka. Ha? Ame shagarot. Iya nota ame shagarot. Kuna wangu wanomu kwa baje ma body paints. Because the witch in your family, because they have a manipulative influence over you, they come and use you at night and they tell you that you are unaware. When you are initiated from Uroi, Mamacho, Mamatanga was in Azizia. Until we are going to be fully Until we are visitations, manero, up to Zauti, the Kanzwa sound, the Katin the Harara, who never wears on the tour. Who never initiate what? Never relatives into witchcraft. Wakabutanga Chilamba, until they were manipulated and it became a lifestyle, they accepted. But it all originates from this type of spiritual union emanating from witchcraft. And now when it begins to recruit others and manipulate others, it, it develops into another form, which is called cowed spiritual marriage. Where you have a, a person who is now a willing participant 
of the influence of the witchcraft spiritual union to perpetuate evil on the earth, like Ahab. Ahab was married to a witch and he was willing to do evil because of the manipulations of Jezebel in his life. something in the spirit as a witch. You can engage with witchcraft. reserved for God. They now get into a territory where they own the you see, you, you shouldn't have a partner to know that pollution not to check it. You shouldn't have a partner who wants to control everything you do. You can't be on toilet, I'm suspicious. You can't have my shops, I don't follow you to our party. You can't have a problem with church, I ask you for no other ones that are secure. I don't know if you have a problem you should suspect. Sometimes be suspicious of certain monitoring behavior. Because there are some marriages which, which are not just now existing in the physical. It becomes a monitoring affair. When you begin to control everything about the person, it has to come back to be centralized to you. There's something wrong. Those sometimes are the type of people when they are manipulated by spiritual spouses. You begin to see revelations that are not emanating from God, but they are emanating from a spouse that you may be trying to, who is trying to bring confusion between the two of you. Because one of the duties of spiritual spouses is to bring marital confusion and calamity. Those are one, those are the chief, one of the chiefest duties of spiritual spouses when they are attacking a married couple is to bring marital chaos and confusion. As it is. You are not fighting a battle with your spouse or your partner. There is a, there is a spiritual influence influencing him or her to behave in the way that he does. Because what that spirit wants to break that union. Break that union. That's how spirits work. 
unongo dile ya kupika ni awa chauru dile ya uziri ya kwa tafili kwa tulika ni mbukarare na awa awa eroro chale ni haja shika the first thing jaja vuta kwa kubasa kitenzara nothing prepared mwaya waka uruguwa mijana mijana because you don't know how spirits operate mwaka kufuwa titezo banyana Unofeke tswa zasina farire unofgero wa ibino ri murume nenzira ino mutena off ari mukadzi wako tine chemwanga gero wande tkopa bawo Why? Those spirits, they enforce marriage of confusion and division. Some of you women, time and time again, time and time again, time and time Watch some of these things that you take light. It will bring an object of comparison. They bring calamity, they bring confusion. They end divorce and separation. You take it like last week I mentioned. Even every time it's night time. That's when you begin to feel so I'm going to I'm tired. It's okay. There is something making you behave like that. Be careful of it. Because its objective is always to bring destruction and confusion and calamity because it wants you for itself. There are spiritual unions that let's move from witchcraft and cult. I talked about the lineage. Those things are inherited. Those things are inherited through the blood, the bloodline. They inherited through the bloodline. It's a spirit or a power is brought into the family. And then it carries on with every member subsequently of the family. I talked about um, family idols. Now, if you have a family which is consistent in its worship of family idols, there is a power which backs a family idol. And that spirit 
all the children can be dedicated to that spirit and you can be dedicated and joined to a family idol in the family. That's my favorite. something quick. So you can be married to a family idol. Um, and other family idols, some of you have to be careful because there are certain rituals that you may have participated in that tied you to this family idol. Hello? And you can be married to a stool of chieftainship. You can be married to that. Powers that follow stools of authority and chieftainship, rulership in a family. You need to be separated from the influence of those powers. You can be married to that stool of authority and chieftainship. You can be married to that. You can be married to that. Some of you, like I mentioned, your dream life is very important. Because some of you don't know that you have those dreams. Because you don't remember anything when you your dream. So you don't even know whether you have those encounters or not. Because there are demons which can operate at that level. They come, that transaction happens. And then they delete the memory of that dream. And you'll never know you're under that affliction. Hello? You'll never know. Some of you, like I said, take note. These spirits, they are very cunning. They can take the face of your partner and come in the dream. Because if you see your wife or your husband, you are going to be to let down all safeguards. I was dreaming, of, I was walking with my wife. My wife hugged me in the dream. I was sitting with my husband. My husband kissed me in the dream. No! No, those spirits are cunning. They will use what will make you relax. It will open up. And you relax. Because what the face that is being used. You may remember the person, but she, she left a long time ago. 
I think she was the only student I felt. I'll, I'll give you. She was this, this, she was single. I, 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 you are the person that I think that can remember. I think you used to talk to me. But obviously, like, I can't name names. It's, but she said one time, she came my days and she said, Ah, thank God, I used to have dreams where I used to fellowship. I used to be part of this church. And I used to have, and I think it was the second church now she was mentioning. I used to have dreams. Or well, now I'm having dreams of the leader of that church coming in a dream to sleep with me. So not to, to hear that. And I said, oh, okay. So, and that person was greatly afflicted because she was, she was, she just had a bed. She had made some very bad life decisions. So she was trying to bring her life to order, but uh, it was a strong bed. Very strong bed. So to explain to that person with uh, Prophet Dwabo, I was told to because any implication he allowed her with a conviction in that maybe there's some sort of power that he may be using. No. Prosperities are coming, sir. And I said that they can use they can use your neighbor, they can use your pastor to come in a dream. Can you use me to come in a dream? That person later on came. And I was still staying in Sunnyside at a flood court, so drank and half or something. And I was stupid. By stupid, I mean, she said she needed counseling. She came home. My windows open, everything. And I prayed for her. Very stupid. On the fire for God, but stupid. She manifested. When she manifested, that's when I came to myself and said, What a blood I have made. Number one. What if she jumps through this open window and she manifests? The fifth floor. That's, that's the end. I shall be believing with me. The manifestation was serious. so all that the realization it only came after but spirits are coming you come from counseling sessions to to physical impartation sessions Thank you.
that really their life was cutted because of the issues of fornication and all of that. But I believe whoever she is, God has given her grace. And it's more than what But you have to be cunning because people can appear in your dreams and you think it's there, and they're not there. They have nothing to do with what you're seeing. It's people who, it's spirits who are using faces which you trust to manipulate you and sleep with you in the dream. And a lot of things are happening in people's lives when those dreams happen. There is substitution of glory. They are losing many things, many advantages. And you may not know, losing many things. Say, I will recover my glory. 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 Come on, say, I will recover my glory.